Satnam, beautiful sovereign woman. So this week we've been talking about what the inner child wounds look like as it relates to symptoms that we may be experiencing within our body, mind, spirit. And also what specifically are the reasons that we are experiencing our subconscious mind, our program, our inner child wounds more at a deeper level right now in this current state of consciousness. And today on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, I'm going to be sharing with you the five specific wounds that we carry as an inner child that we must learn to really heal and transcend in order for us to ascend, in order for us to really bring the healing fully home. Satnam, beautiful goddesses, welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal their inner child, rewire their subconscious programming, and break ancestral karmic cycles. And this is our movement. Welcome and thank you so much for being here, goddesses. If you are listening on the podcast, on the replays, Spotify, Google, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to all of those that have shared the podcast as well. Just want to send a huge shout out to... Kylie Fustini, you guys can find her here on Instagram. She's actually one of our community members as well, and she's also a healer and a yoga teacher, and she shared the podcast this morning with her community. So I just want to give a big shout out to our beautiful sister, Kylie. Thank you not only for being a sovereign, a beautiful sovereign woman, but, but also sharing the podcast. So ladies, please share it with your community as well through any of the places where you like to stream this podcast. Now, if you're listening live here on Instagram, thank you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Joe, Karina, how are you? Aaron, how are you? Good morning. Thank you so much for being here live. Remember, if you turn on your notifications as well on your Instagram with the little bell on the side, you'll be notified every time I do go live here. And thank you for building community with us. Thank you for bringing of your beautiful energy. So we've been talking a lot this week about our inner child. We've been talking about how specifically when we are repeating programs in our life, whether they're repeated, repetitive uh, chronic illness, mental, physical, or perhaps uh, the same types of toxic relationships, the same types of, of any type of repetitive uh, events that no re not, don't really serve us. And we looked at why that has to do a lot with looking at our program as it relates to our inner child. And yesterday, I actually went a little bit deeper, a little bit, di I dived a little bit deeper down the rabbit hole, and we looked at our solar plexus, which is part of our energetic system. You all can catch the replays on the podcast on, on Google or Spotify, wherever you're listening. But uh, it gives you a really good overview of how to understand yourself as energy, how doctors now, like Dr. Joe Dispenza, explains that we are basically energetic all of us are just energy at the at the if we look at a telescope and we look at the last molecule of what you are you are vibration and emotions are energy and motion and we ourselves carry within us a chakra system which is an ancient uh, an ancient uh, awareness of ourselves as energy and the beautiful uh, aspect of living in this new age of Aquarius is 2021 is that we have access now to really ancient tools, ancient energy tools, holistic tools that I myself teach and integrate within my community, Satori Wellness and Spirituality, and with the one-on-one -on -one clients that I coach, as well as in our group coaching program, the Sovereign Woman Academy. 
these energetic tools allow us to uh, recalibrate our energy, allow us to do serious inner healing work. And as it relates especially to women, it is very important that we don't bypass our healing deeply at going back to being a child, going back to those emotions that we didn't process, that those experiences that we couldn't process because our little minds or our little hearts could not understand, yet they became imprints in our body. Literally, your body stores these memories as energy because everything is energy. And through the inner work, which is what I call the SWC method, you learn to process this energy so that you don't become ill, so that you don't have physical, mental, or spiritual ailments. And so we looked at the solar plexus yesterday and we looked at exactly how that is being transmuted and transformed. It is basically, we are a consciousness, a human civilization that is uh, moving from the state of awareness of only the mind to understanding ourselves as sovereign, infinite souls, beings, releasing the existential crisis and having a trust in a higher power and a higher consciousness, whatever you deem as a god or or whatever you deem as as your own belief systems there's no right or wrong but not but being able to not feel lonely and alone and depressed and being able to truly live in this world sovereign meaning trusting the process of life connected to the divinity which is within you and by doing this we have to not bypass our own healing our own inner child healing now, in the work that I've done, especially in my own personal journey of healing my own inner child, as well as, and like I said, this is not a, a, like a race or it's, it's not linear, you, you move through it like a ladder, just like I've explained um, before with forgiveness. It's like you move through uh, life and it, you ascend and you go higher and higher in consciousness. And what that really means is spiritual maturity and wisdom where you are so sovereign that you're not governed by what's happening outside the world and you're also not attached to a physical body. You know that you're something greater and bigger than that. And you're in so much faith in the process of your evolution, of your soul's evolution, that you've relinquished control and you've allowed yourself to trust. And that takes a stable nervous system and it takes us not bypassing our own healing especially as it relates to the inner child and the wounds that we still have not addressed. Now, in the work that I've done personally, as well as the people that I work with within my community and the women that have graduated from the Sovereign Woman Academy, because the Sovereign Woman Academy is very deep. It's very, it's, it's somebody, if it's for a very committed woman who's going to show up and do the work because it's very sacred energy work to help us, I've been able to get in a lot of feedback on what works, what doesn't, and how to actually bring this healing circle home. And what I've noticed in the patterns of these women that I've helped and in myself is that there are five specific areas, wounds, W-O-U-N-D-S, wounds that we carry within the inner child that must be addressed energetically in order for us to truly ascend. And you can quantify ascension and however you feel that serves you. To some people, ascension means being able to be healthy, whole, and complete, having great mental health so that they can be great mothers, wives. And to other people, ascension can be, I want to elevate my consciousness to the level of Jesus Christ or Buddha, 
I want to be able to live in the neutral mind as a yogi. I want to be able to be so emotionally intelligent that I break ancestral karmic cycles of lack and I become the first millionaire or the first billionaire. Very different ways that you can see ascension. Not one or other is right or, or, or wrong. It is up to you. It's your journey. As long as you're coming from the heart and those desires that you are seeking come from this space of the solar plexus where it's been transmuted and you're doing things for your own joy, for your own happiness, not to impress others or not to compete with others especially. That's the big transmutation that is happening. So in the work that I've done with women, I've seen that there are five specific wounds that we must address in order for us to truly move into higher levels of consciousness. And I'm going to talk about them today and give you a rough overview. Now, this is really cool because I've been able to revamp the Sovereign Woman Academy, which is going to be launching here in the next few weeks, to help me really develop a system. I call it the SWC method because it's psychotherapy on steroids and it addresses the healing where only healing can happen, which is at the level of the mind. If we don't get to the level of the mind energetically, the body will never heal. Psychologically, we must get to the mind and address those patterns that keep bringing back the illness, the lack mentality, or whatever uh, mental instabilities that you may be experiencing. So these five specific wounds, I won't say that everybody has them, but I will say most do or have navigated through them, especially as it relates to the inner child. There may be one or two that you can resonate, that will resonate with you, that will, you'll say that's exactly it for me. The key here is to be able to apply the energy work behind it, underneath it as a foundation to transcend. And so as you, I'm sharing these with you, you can take notes or you can just uh, re-watch the replay on the podcast, but see what your body's telling you. You know, as I'm mentioning these to you, uh, bring yourself into a state of consciousness where you're really listening. Like I said last night in our Course in Miracles, the magic and the miracles happen between the space between two thoughts. There's a thought, there's a space, and then there's a thought. When you're a meditator, a yogi, you do the inner work, our intention is to live in the magic between the two thoughts in that space. So the reason we do this is because then we use our body as a communication tool to assist us in connecting to the intuition so that we can become aware because awareness is priceless as to what we need to transcend with compassion, right? And that's how you become an alchemical um, yogic scientist in your life. You're living in between the space between thoughts and not governed by the thoughts. So I just wanted to say that before I actually start sharing this, right? And a lot of compassion for yourself, please. So the first wound that we need to address, and a lot of people don't even realize they have this, and it is much more being spoken of right now, and right now it is so important for us to address this because there are some really atrocious things happening right now as it relates to women giving birth. The first wound that a lot of people don't realize that we carry is known as the perinatal wound. Perinatal refers to the pre-birth or birth and there's many doctors that have out there that have now done a lot of research on this specifically but as you know I've, I've talked a lot about this uh, in my past podcast episodes I'm gonna give you just an overview so you understand why today this is really important that we're really aware of this and there's a beautiful uh, goddess here on Instagram her name is 
doula.goddess. I don't even know her, her that's her IG name. She just did a recent uh, IGTV on, on, on what we need to become aware of with what's happening in the world right now. But perinatal refers to pre or, or pre-birth or during birth. And it is now proven that those that have perhaps had a cord around their neck when they were born, uh, they had a traumatic experience while they were being born, that they have a very higher level susceptibility of having high levels of anxiety and depression. And the truth is, is that many of us remember the birth process and the birth process is traumatic. And a lot of people don't realize that even if you don't remember that that energy, those emotions become imprints inside of the body. And because of that, a lot of times when we then come into this world are not nurtured, then those become tenfold problems in our day-to-day -day lives. Now I'll tell you something, I'll, I'll give you an example of this that's happening right now with an experiment they did recently at Harvard. It's called the still face experiment. But the what, what we need to see, what's happening right now that's really alarming is that they're saying that women, um, when they're giving birth, they need to wear masks. And that's ridiculous because everybody in the room is already wearing masks. And that also a lot of the times the babies are not left with their mothers. They're taken away from them right away. And even if you think about, you know, currently what they did even before the pandemic, they, they get the baby. My husband tells me that in most hospitals, they actually give them sugar right away to get them addicted to sugar. And then they put something on their eyes, supposedly to help with infection, but the baby then cannot see, right? And the number one thing that through through birth that we re know now, and there's experiments like the Harvard still face experiments that show that it is incredibly important that the minute that the baby is born, that they're connected deeply with the mother right away and that the baby can see the mother's eyes and the mother's face. That it's very, very important that the baby starts to make those connections with bonding in that way. And yet we do the opposite in society and we take them away right away, especially those that have had C-sections. There's a whole article on how doctors were basically recommending women to have C-sections when they knew they didn't need a C-section or they forced C-sections on women when they weren't needed. And the reason they did that is because of more money. And, and C-sections not allowing the natural birth process, of course, changes your, your entire, I would say your adulthood. And so what the Harvard experiment did is that they did this experiment where they brought a baby in front of a mother and the baby, you know, the way the baby learns is by making actions, pointing, you know, laughing. And then the mother basically mimics or, or, or moves in the frequency of the baby's energy. And the baby, that's how the baby starts to create bonding and relationships. So the baby, they were doing this experiment. And it's kind of sad to watch. If you're not strong in the heart, like don't watch it because my, my heart was crushing. But the mom was like, um, they told the mom to sit in front of the baby but that when the baby made these gestures to not do anything, to basically just become perfectly still, just like this, just completely still. And within the baby was doing the same gestures, was trying to point and do and all this stuff. And the baby, the mom wasn't doing anything. So the baby immediately within seconds started to get really, really anxious, started to squirm and didn't understand and would point and would point. And the lady was just still staring like this where it got to the point where the baby became so distressed that the baby started to cry. And it was so sad to watch. I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. 
So what the experiment actually proved was that imagine that if you had a mother that was not conscious because of her own pain. I mean, don't judge. I don't judge my mother at all. I have gotten to the point where I knew that everything that I went through had to happen for me to be who I am today. I have so much compassion for her. She did the best she could. All of our mothers, I believe, they do the best they could based on their level of consciousness, you know? A lot of them have severe traumatic brains. They they couldn't, they don't, you know, you think they're evil, but it's, it's a deeper issue, right? It's a deeper issue and problem that hasn't been addressed. So having compassion for our mothers is very, very important, but realizing that if you had a mother that was not conscious, imagine if for 10 years, the first seven years of your life, you did not receive feedback from that person that you thought was supposed to love and protect you. Can you imagine what that does to you energetically? You're literally clogged up with these emotions as a child that then you wonder why these children grow up and they don't know how to process emotions. They don't know how to be in loving relationships. They don't know how to surrender. So that was like life-changing for me when I saw that and I thought to myself what's happening right now is if they put a mask on a woman who's given birth and the baby is trying to recognize who that woman was I was speaking to the baby in the stomach and they can't the baby can't see the face and can't recognize can you imagine the traumas that start to build up we we start to create codependency and and abandonment issues right at the birth and then we go through the birth too, which is traumatic. I mean, you're literally going through your mother's legs. Your head is coming out of that place. And it is not, it is scary. And and no one ever received energy work to clear this. Or there wasn't like our indigenous brothers and sisters where it was a ceremony when women had children. And they would gather and they would bring community and love and energy so that the baby would grow up in that loving community way. It was like the whole community, the village raised the baby. You know, right after that. And those are the things that are affecting us as adults that we don't even realize. So our inner child pain, yeah, you, you might think it comes from something you remember. But a lot of the times we don't realize that it could be from something in the birth process. Or right that when happened when we actually entered into this living existence, right? So that's one thing that we don't address as it, looks, as it relates to the inner child wounds. The second thing, and you know, you've heard me talk about this till I turn blue, is ancestral karma. And we know with the science of uh, epigenetics is that we carry our ancestors' predisposition to things such as anxiety and depression. Very, very few diseases are passed down to us. Very few. Very, very few. Yet, we can carry specific energetic imprints. And the ancestors, they're still here. Like a lot of people, this is what we're all awakening from. And you guys, I'm sure some of you have received messages from the subtle world, from your mothers or maybe an uncle. It comes sometimes in a smell. It comes sometimes in the sign. Maybe they keep leaving the book that they used to read out or there's a feather, there's an animal. All of I think all of us can now say, you know, we've had some kind of experience with the, with the subtle world. And the reason I bring that up is because our work is not done when we leave this body. That's where society is awakening and then really needs to understand that this is an infinite journey. We're an infinite soul and we, we get to graduate based on how many times we've responded with love instead of fear. Because ultimately, like I was saying last night in our Course in Miracles class, which was fire last night, completely beautiful, that justice in heaven, which is here, we don't have to make this hell, is forgiveness. That's what it is. And the ancestors don't finish their work because they haven't been forgiven. 
So a lot of the time they come back and, and signs and, and they show up in your characteristics and, and they show up sometimes in your addictions, in those low frequency patterns of not believing you are enough. Hustle, that's another one, for especially for brown and black women, women, indigenous colors, or indigenous uh, women. Why? Because we believe we're, we have to work hard in order to have a lot of money. We did a, we did, I did a whole podcast on that. Those are all ancestral karmic behaviors we inherit. And if we don't address that energy, then our inner child is not going to truly be able to heal. We're not going to truly be able to ascend. And like I said, they come back and they connect with us because they picked you. They, they, they know you're a badass. Anybody who does this inner work, SWC work, anybody who's part of our community was chosen by the ancestors. Congratulations. Be careful what you wish for. But yeah, seriously, like you are now able, you have the tools. 10,000, you know, even 10 years ago, I didn't have the tools. Kundalini yoga wasn't in my life. Kundalini yoga heals seven generations before you and seven generations after you. Why? Because the language of the ancestors comes from the subconscious mind. That's where they communicate with us. And that's where the solar plexus is transmuting and it's we're living out our subconscious mind so they're connecting with us more so they want us to rewire the subconscious mind which has to do with rewiring our inner child programming you know whatever we went through that they probably went through themselves are you going to respond with love are you going to forgive are you going to learn the lessons of this university the universe so ancestor karma is something we all carry we also carry the gifts, right? And karma is not negative or positive. Karma is, it, this is a mathematical equation. We live in a universe that is just and fair because everything is a vibratory frequency and it must add up. If you take two from the universe, you got to put two back. Whatever you plant, you got to harvest it back, period. Period. So if you're afraid of someone hurting you or something happening to you, plant more seeds of love. And you'll harvest more of that. And that's what the ancestors want us to learn because they've gone into the next journey and they learn that and now they want you to not repeat their lessons. And that's how we set them free. That's how we forgive them. But you have to do specific energy work to clear all those karmic cycles we carry. And again, this could show up as addictions, which is very sad. And I see this happening a lot right now. One of the, I'm doing so much research right now on the opioid addiction and fentanyl because it is such a huge, horrible problem right now that it is in my heart to to figure this out because what it does to the brain and people need to understand that people of all ages, of all wealth classes, of all education levels are being affected by this stuff right now. And I, to me, I've seen it, it's like a demon that takes over human consciousness so for me it's like i believe it's these demons that the we haven't cleared through our ancestral lineage so it's deep deep work but i've seen it and i've seen how these spirits take over the human being it's not fun and it's it's scary and it needs to be spoken about and so i've been doing a lot of meditating i've been asking god to tell me in my dreams i've been asking jogi bhajan to help me and the message that i received from jogi bhajan was which is the tantric master who brought kundalini yoga from the east to the west, was for me to trust the technology to continue to give these people that need this help the meditations and to support them in the journey and that to trust the technology and that it will work. 
That's the message I received. I wish I had more because I really feel like it's something we need to address. So ancestral karma, another one of our deeper inner child wounds we need to address. The other thing is we have to address our, our inner child wounds. And now what I'm talking about is specifically your age zero to seven, because between zero to seven, your brain was in theta stage. And that means it was like a sponge. So it was literally being programmed. And again, our parents did the best they could. The saddest thing sometimes that I see is when parents can't forgive themselves because they think they were not good enough parents or because something happened to their children where they thought they could have prevented it. I've helped a lot of women with, not a lot, thank God. I've helped women with, um, with this issue and it was something I had to go through too. And it was, it's the deepest type of healing that we need as moms. But a lot of it has to go back to those zero to seven years and the way our brain is programmed. So we have, we have to address energetically that specific age group. And that's what's so amazing with the technology that I teach is that we can go to specific times, like for example, going back to the when you were in the womb, in your mother's womb, to work on the subconscious there. And there's specific technologies, specific kriyas that we do to actually, like for example, if you wanted to address age three, or if you wanted to address, you know, where you were maybe a little bit older. It's, and the reason is because everything's energy. So it's like a recipe. And it knows what specific part of the subconscious mind needs to be addressed. So the inner child, zero to seven, is very, very important as well. And then the other thing that we need to address as a wound all the time, and even if you, ha you feel you've had uh, a, a perfect mother, we still have to learn to address the mother wound. A lot of us are even afraid to lose our mother. We're, we, I, I've, I've met women who are deeply afraid of their mother dying and that takes their peace away. So we need to learn to create a beautiful, healthy relationship with lack of codependency, right? Or not feeling that we're being betrayed or we're gonna be abandoned. And, and if you've had a lot of issues with your mother, then this is specific energy work that you need to do to heal the mother wound specifically. And I've uh, done a lot of work on this myself, and it's been miraculous, and I've seen what it's done in, in the women around me, so it's, 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 it's an honor. It's not easy, but it's an honor. And then the last thing that we need to address is the father wound as well. And again, same situation, even if you feel you had the best father, because I, I do, I feel like, you know, my father has always been very supportive and just amazing. He's always been, um, he's actually a masculine, in his divine feminine so he was always connected to his heart and he always uh forgave very quickly he does he still is that way and um so i was blessed with that but i didn't realize that i had developed this uh, codependency need for him to to protect me and to 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 which we want from our masculine energy but not to the point again where you get neurotic and you can't enjoy the time you're with them because you're afraid that something's going to happen to them or or, or weird things that we do with our mind, you know, when you can't sleep at night and all these thoughts start flooding your head, that kind of stuff. So it gets you to a level where you have a beautiful, healthy relationship, where you're able to enjoy, accept, and fully trust, trust the process of life and, and, and be there enjoying versus regretting later. So the father wound, again, masculine energy that we must learn to transmute within the inner child so that we can feel safe and, and we can balance those two energies within us. That's the most important thing, right? Us feeling so whole and complete 
that we don't need anyone from outside of us because that regardless if you still put a, a condition on your happiness based on something being right outside of you you're gonna suffer you're gonna suffer so the ultimate lesson that we're all here to learn and this is when you meditate and you go within which is a whole other dimension is that everything is within you and that you can find inner peace from within without needing anything outside of you to change anything outside of you to change and that's faith that's that's that is a surrender that is not weak it's a surrender that is strong because you're emotionally intelligent and that takes work because it takes rewiring the subconscious programming so these are the foundations of what i'm teaching inside of the academy of course it comes with a lot more work because we work on like self-efficacy in the eight-week program it's very intense and then we actually move through a rebirthing journey after we work through this work and move into like these higher frequencies because you change your whole body mind and spirit you change your energy emotions which then delivers you into your destiny and then allows you to break some really serious karmic cycles a lot of the things also that we address are the prosperity lacks the the and this is not just somebody like poverty because the women that i work with there's some that are making you know a lot of money and more than six figures but they've hit that plateau and they want to like make more and and that happens all the time because like i said the higher you go up and ascend in business relationships the more you have to dismantle the nervous system and the more you have to heal the inner child because the inner child is going to come back with a vengeance if it hasn't been addressed trying to tell you that you're an imposter trying to tell you that something bad's going to happen the ptsd you know and in self-sabotage mode that stuff keeps coming back so it's very important that you get the one thing right which is your mind and that's very easy to not easy to do but it's easy to apply the energy work to actually make that happen so these are the wounds we must look at and we must become aware of within our own psyche, within our own energy field, so that we can truly learn to ascend and transcend. And like I said, there's recipes for each and every one of these. Now, the Sovereign Woman Academy is not going to be opening for enrollment for a few weeks. I'm giving myself grace this month. There's so much going on inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, which is my, that is our membership group. That's where you can join us and get a taste of all of this medicine that we're doing. We're doing a huge detoxification and purification this month. And whoo, it is, uh, it's been really interesting. Plus this month I have another uh, four, four to five day training. And this one I'm, I'm taking through Kundalini Yoga Therapy again. It's a two-year program, but this month we're working on trauma. And it's it's not just like the four days. I have homework, and then I have uh, meetings, and, and then I have to, uh, I'm getting a clinical supervision, all these different things that I have to do. So it's, I didn't realize it was going to take so much of energetically, plus the Kriyas that they give me. So they give me energy work. That's like 90%, which means I have to do my own sadhanas. And so it's a lot. So I, I'm giving myself grace and, and allowing myself a few weeks before I launch the Sovereign Woman Academy again. That's the eight-week program, which then you'll have the support because you will get uh, two months membership uh, following the actual graduation of the Academy to go into Satori Wellness to have the support to really stay consistent because when you have sisters that are on your are having, uh, that have your back, you know, it, it changes everything. It really does. So, but if you do want to learn a little bit more about the SWC method, these these energy this energy work that I'm referring to, these wounds, how they're addressed, you can definitely go to the link in my bio, or go to veronicaberriganim.com forward slash three step framework. I'm actually uh, revamping that whole uh, training, so you'll see a brand new training actually starting on Friday, 
I want to do it before the new moon. I think we're gonna take a we're gonna try to take a little trip with my son. I think it's his birthday on Monday, my oldest one, and uh, we always try to do something. But my husband is so busy with work, it's like ah, uh, we need we we need to figure out how to how how to see what I mean. You need you have to have both time and money to be able to go out, and and that's why it's important to to stay balanced, ladies, to stay really, really balanced. So um, check out that training. It'll give you a good overview of everything that the SWC method is and allow you to get a better eagle's eye view of what that is. Lizzie says, I mean, Karina says, by the way, I love your nails. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, I love my nails too. Lizzie, I mean, she's just a genius and just knows how to make a woman feel like a sovereign woman literally like and and watching this on on video it's even more beautiful at least one comment a day i get on my nails so thank you lizzie y'all need to go hit up lizzie vida de lizzie d and then the number it's vida d and then the number three lizzie and she does custom nails and she does uh, packs too. Like I saw what you just posted today, sister. And I'm so excited because you can actually order five sets at a time. I've been ordering one a week and I've been, <laughs> I didn't realize you could do that. So go check her out because she just put out some new stuff. Um, but yeah, I love my nails. Joanna, how are you? I love you, cousin. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, ladies. I love you all dearly. I hope this has made some sense. Good morning, good morning. Friday, tomorrow's Thursday, so we're uh, not going to be here live, but join us on Friday where Lizzie is going to be back, and maybe she can bring the bundle of, of uh, nails so she can share with all of you, and uh, she'll help me move through all of this. Let's talk a little bit about everything, Lizzie. I absolutely love all that you have shared. Um, last night in our Course in Miracles class, it was just so beautiful for everything that you all shared, but it was just, it helped me really shift some perceptions, which was miraculous and that's what miracles are so i love you very much and i'll see you on friday so we'll see you all on friday again 10 a.m ish remember you can turn on your notifications by hitting that little bell on the side of your uh, profile and just hit the notifications it'll tell you when we go live thank you ladies have a blessed rest of your day Satnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.